You're listening to episode number 413 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. So we, that's another perk of being a Patreon person is you often get to help us. Well, I don't know if often's right. When you have time, when, when the mood strikes me and I need uh, uh, inspiration or I need some help because I can't figure out where I'm going to go. I, uh, uh, I'm getting so distracted. What was he doing? Licking incessantly. Mm. What was he saying? <laughs> <laughs> the perks of being a Patreon person. Yes, uh, you get to help shape the show sometimes. And, uh, this last week on Patreon, we asked a question. Would you attend a 360 Vegas vacation during winter? We don't have any details. This is just an idea at this point. But 74% of you said, yes, you would. Sweet. So we've, we've done we've done less or done more with less. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying there is a chance. Right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, I, yes. we're, we're still just talking about it right now. I don't, I don't want to get. I mean, I guess it is August, so we need to figure it out pretty soon. But. Well, and, and if. If someone were to maybe look at their calendar and maybe want to block off a certain period of time, you know, there is a, 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 a half marathon now that gets run out here sometime in February. And that might be a good time to eh, just just keep it in, in your mind, in the back pocket. Just saying. I think you kind of gave it away there. Well, but you want people to know. I mean, you can completely <laughs> cut that out if you want to. I don't care. But, I mean, people are like, when is it? I want to mark it on the calendar. Yeah, I know. People are making vacation plans. They need to know. I'm just trying to see the attendance. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. That's cool. None of us will be running, by the way, in that marathon. Just want to be yeah, out yes, there. For, yeah, for the record. <laughs> right. Unless there's a black bear that's released on the strip, there's never a time I can see myself running. <laughs> you just uh, got to so. find the person in the scooter that you can run faster than. Let the bear exactly take Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that is the one time, one time, I will say it's okay for you to bring children to Las Vegas. Oh, Tony. <laughs> Tony. Yeah, that's right. That's wrong. That's classless. That's wrong. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. As a Vegas... As a... A 
Vegas bartender friend of Vital Vegas said her tips increase 20% just by curling her hair. Really? I, I, I wish I could say I was surprised, but I'm not. Is that, is that predominantly uh, when, when people are attracted to you when your hair is all curly? Well, no, it's when you take the extra time to doll yourself up is oh, basically what I it is. It's not, it's not necessarily that her hair is curly versus straight. I see what you're saying. It's that she took just, you know, 10 extra minutes or whatever to do something fancy with it. Right. Okay. Still 20%. That's wild. Might make that it is worth interesting. Taking the time to curl your hair. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Huh. I, um, you know, I, I guess I can kind of sort of see that. I, I think my wife is most adorable when she will uh, straighten her hair so it, it lays, you know, perfectly straight. And, and she usually keeps it, you know, about shoulder length. I just love it. I love it when she, I mean, I get it. And she makes very good points, particularly when we go to Vegas in the summertime. Yeah. It's just way too hot yep. to have your hair down. She said she it's 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 so much it's not only is it just faster, but it's cooler to be able to put it up in a ponytail. Then you're actually getting some some air and some cool air in right. particular, you know, against your neck. Well, I, then, so I respect it. I get that. And why do you want to take the time but, to, to do your hair and have it down when all of a sudden then the back of your neck is gonna start sweating and ruin all the work and absolutely. effort you went into straightening your hair? Sure. So. Sure. Yep. I'm with her on this one. I'm going down. Uh, what? Hold on. Next up. I don't know. Did the dog do something? What the uh, fuck? Is he's right there by your cords. I don't know what he's doing. He's hijacked our show. <laughs> <laughs> like any good dog. Right. Exactly. He's like, I've had enough of this shit. You people are going to pay attention to me. Pretty much. I know. And then next up is the twit pick of the week. At Tasty Old Man shared a picture of the view from his room at Plaza. It features a sunrise backing the most creative project built in Vegas since Cosmopolitan, Circa. Circa did what a new property in Vegas is supposed to do, change the game, or at least move the needle. Circa is truly a must-see. Stadium Swim and Circa Sports are absolute game changers. Derek Stevens is officially the new Steve Wynn, without all the rapey parts. <laughs> I mean, he's a good-looking man. <laughs> Charismatic, yeah. Right. Firm handshake. His, his, his wife would yeah. kick his ass if he even tried anything. So, right. You know, not worried about that. No, I, I, it's it. Well, and I love, I love that it's at Tasty Old Man. What a great name! I agree. What a great app. Because for folks that don't know, for folks that are that are unfamiliar, Tasty Old Man is our friend Litton Adams. Right. Mm-hmm. So this was obviously a, a picture that was taken. Well, uh, and, excuse and the, me, this was uh, based on his two weeks that he was in, or damn near two weeks that he was in the United States. <laughs> right. And and Tasty Old Man is a shit. What do they call it? Anagram. Is it? Is that where they take the letters of your name and like you can mix oh, you them up to spell up. something else? Huh. Yeah, that's where it's because he he reached out to me once on Instagram. And, and I wasn't following him, and I saw the handle, and I was like, I don't think I'm going to talk to this person. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he explained who he was. I was like, oh, all right, dude, well, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> so we've, we've joked about it a couple times, but yeah, no, it's it's a, a mix-up of all the letters in his name. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Well, great, great picture. Linton, as I'm looking at it right now, For once, once listeners have a chance to look at the, the image, what they're going to see is the sun is just peeking over the mountains as, as it's starting to rise, but it's still 
about mm, I'd say 50% of it is covered yeah it by, hasn't cleared the uh, horizon circa. yet it, or circa yeah or circa yeah yeah circa yeah so so you're getting really just like a quarter slice if you will of the pie right you're just getting about a quarter of the sun here in this image but just absolutely gorgeous with the the oranges and the way the lights reflecting off from well, and that's that was gonna circa. be my observation is you get such a reflection of the other side of the street on circa i know right that's so cool it's very yeah. ghostly in- including the uh face he is just on a rampage today um you can especially see the the uh the big tv the the and stadium swim is reflecting into yes. it as well so mm-hmm. it's uh yeah it's a very very cool shot lit and well done as always we will link to the photo on our blog we'll feature it on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr, pinterest instagram facebook and twitter let's get into the news up ocean prime is coming ocean prime is coming to the to the site formerly home to the Harmon tower at city center the 14,500 square feet restaurant will include a 2,500 square foot rooftop terrace the restaurant can accommodate more than 400 people features two bars and two private dining spaces ocean prime has 17 other locations across the u.s this will be their first in las vegas Project 63, as it's being called, will be four stories of mostly retail space and plans to open in phases. Phase one, including Ocean Prime, will debut in the fall of 2022, with the second phase planned for early 2023. They better get a move on. We're pretty much in the fall of yeah. 2022. All right. Yeah, that that is uh, ambitious. I don't. I don't know what I think of this. Hey, you, you, you don't know about, or you're not familiar with Ocean. I am. I'm not. Um, I am indifferent no. to the story. I think that Vegas already has a ton of steakhouses, and although this one, I guess, focuses on seafood and steak, mm-hmm. uh, it just. I, I'm not necessarily excited about it. I wouldn't not go give it a try, mm-hmm. but I don't know. And the fact that it's a chain, I like places that are unique. Yeah, but this is unique yeah. to us. It's in other well, markets. Us, We're never going 17 to. Other. Well, you could you could say that the Monomiga B that sits in front of Paris under the legs of a fake Eiffel Tower is unique. Yeah. But they've got Monomiga Bs everywhere. I mean, I'm not... But we live here now. So these are, these are our places. No, they're they're not mine. They're a chain. They're still a chain. <laughs> I'm not going to go to the Olive Garden on the Strip, so, you know, why would I... See, and that, 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 there's nothing wrong with Olive Garden. You who never eats there. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Don't mess with me with food. I'll, I'll whoop your butt every time. See, Scott. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have much, um, much of any thoughts. I, I will concede I think it's cool uh, to have a 2,500 square foot rooftop terrace. Uh, that that that'll be neat. Well, that'll be something a little different. Yeah, and but the, you can only use it, you know, six months out of the year. I mean, if they don't have the like the the coverings and stuff, I don't want to be outside eating a very expensive steak, sweating my ass off. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. That's my girl. See, finally, 
the voice of reason on Vegas heat. I've been <laughs> waiting not, for no. this, Karen. Well, no, I believe me. I love the heat. I would much rather live in 110 degrees than live in, you know, zero degrees. I would much rather do that. But that also means I, sel- I, I selectively pick my activities during such heat. Sitting down and eating a steak is not one of them. <laughs> so. I respect that. Okay. I respect you. Sometimes. <laughs> wow. Thank you. <laughs> God, there is a movie. Or, or no, it's an... Oh, no, it's an it's a Golden Girls reference. Never mind. All right, so let's talk Wait, about... Now I want to know. Now I want to know. There's a, li- there's a line that's similar to that of... Um, where somebody says to, to Blanche, I respect your opinion, and she says, I, re- I respect your broad chest, sir, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's a terrible joke. <laughs> I got it. it. I know, right? That's why I was trying to move on from it. It was <laughs> You're funnier like, in my head. He's cornered me. <laughs> Much funnier in my head. All right, talk to me about the progress at Fountain Blue. This week, Fountain Blue shared some renderings of what the property will look like upon completion. They included renderings of the retail space, which will follow suit and only cater to the kind of people that spend money at retail locations inside Crystals. The shopping district, it will span 90,000 square feet and feature 35, quote, luxury retail concepts. Fountain Blue broke ground on the project in 2007. At the time it filed for bankruptcy in 2009, it was 75% complete. The 67-story resort is scheduled to open in the fourth quarter of 2023. So so if it opens, mm-hmm. it's got to be the longest construction time of any project ever, right? No. Uh, the landmark uh, took longer. Or no, no. I think it took... No, I think you are right. This is like 15 years from now. It'll be 16 years once it opens. Yeah, you're right. It, it only took uh, uh, landmark like a decade. Okay. It's just crazy. I'm not, I, I would not put money on this thing opening just because. Yeah. Because, you know, as they're, they're ramping up and everything. This is the original guy, though. Well, I, I hear, no, I, I hope it does. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I hope it does. But just with the timing before with the Great Recession and then people are talking about, you know, is the country going back into a recession again? I would hi- hate to see something happen. I mean, I want it open. Believe me. Because yeah. it's an eyesore just sitting there. Yeah. But. We promote at the beginning of our show our Patreon option by telling you that you can get early and sometimes exclusive access. But we seldom collectively tell you about the exclusive portion because it's formidable. We release at least one Patreon exclusive content a month. If we have more, we share it. To date, we have over 100 pieces of additional content, audio, and video available only to subscribers. Since we started Patreon, we've posted 23 Vintage Vegas episodes featuring Tony Cornero and the Stardust, The Mirage and Steve Wynn, Bob Stupak, Boyd Gaming, and Billy Wilkerson and The Flamingo, just to name a few. Basically, if you have questions about some of the names in Vegas history, we've covered it or have it in the queue to be addressed in the future. These are the primary episodes that inspired us to finally create a Patreon page. We know they were just too good to give away. And a special thanks to all of you who agree and support us. In addition to that, we have our Annie Up segment where Matt and Daz from Australia use their debilitating addiction to gambling for our amusement. Also, they talk about gaming. So far, we have 27 of those exclusive to Patreon. In addition to that, we have a vintage Vegas series called Evolution of Vegas, 
It's a 10-part series that covers the start of the strip until today. Who owned what? And what were the major controversies of the day? It's the idea that inspired the creation of 360 Vegas. And in addition to that, we have a series called 360 POV, which stands for Point of View or Point of Vegas. We can't decide which one we like better. Yeah, I can't figure it out. That breaks down movies set in Las Vegas. We've released 29 episodes, podcasts, and YouTube videos covering the movie Casino. Season two is done and just awaiting release about another Vegas movie, which you'll have to subscribe to Patreon to find out which one it is. And in addition to that, we have 62 YouTube videos of 360 Vegas Tony showing you how to make cocktails you can find in Vegas. 62? Holy crap, dude, you've been busy. I know, even I can't leave us that money. It's awesome. <laughs> so listen, that's what you get for the exclusive content at only $7 per month. And know that by supporting us, you are literally contributing to making someone else's dream come true. And we can't say how grateful we are for all of your support. <laughs> One more in addition to that. You get early access, 30 days in some cases, to all things 360 Vegas Vacation. For those events, early access can mean the difference between wanting to go and getting to go. All right. Uh, that is going to do it for news. Next up is Prop Bets. For those of you unfamiliar, Prop Bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, whether it's pranks or accidents, Vegas has recently had a string of mass hysterics with multiple false reports of active shooters in places like the airport and multiple casinos. One thing it has helped with is showing Las Vegas is not ready for when these sorts of situations occur. Yeah, I mean, it's and maybe it's just because it, like there are so few that now uh, it seems like the violence is now happening on the strip in downtown and it's not it's not like it's off in neighborhoods. So few of what? What? So few of what? Well, no, you said, you know, maybe because it's so few, it just seems like all this is happening and I wasn't trailing with that. No, I think that, I think this speaks more to uh, that I got to be careful because I don't want to get political on this. California. No, <laughs> that was not that was not what I was going to say. <laughs> I wasn't blaming awesome. this on California. Um, I think it just speaks to kind of where we're at in a society right now. That if you hear any loud noise, you run. You run. And See, I, I, I just I think can't live life like that, man. Well, and I I don't think we do like you and I do, but I I also say that, and I haven't been in a situation where all of a sudden you hear something that. Maybe sounds like a gunshot. What yeah. do you do with it? Yeah, fair enough. So, Vital Vegas reports that BetMGM will be installed at Cosmopolitan on August 22nd. Meltz Vegas noted that the New York, New York website has virtual tours of their new rooms. We'll have a link on the blog. The MSG Sphere had to deal with an electrical fire this week. It's unknown what caused the fire, nor how much damage was actually done, but no one was injured. I, I have to admit, when I saw the, the video of it on fire, I was like, oh, here you go. Burn it all down right before it's supposed <laughs> right. to be ready to open. Just before it's ready to open. Which the bulk of the building is steel frame, so I don't know what exactly caught it on fire. But yeah. yeah. It's being reported that MGM Resorts is planning to buy 20 to $30 million worth of Formula One Las Vegas so they can create hotel plus event packages for next year's race. The high-end experience could run you about $100,000. That is crazy. That's stupid. And of course, mm -hmm. 
let the tickets go. Yeah, sell. Go ahead. And I get why Formula One wants to do it because then they don't have to deal with selling the tickets. Oh yeah. But great, sell them all to a corporation so that you know the little people that actually want to <laughs> go have fewer tickets available. Right. Awesome. Hundred thousand dollars. No. I know. All we want to do is hang out with a view, man. It's yeah. like, nope, nope. No one's hanging out with view for free. <laughs> and, and Cosmo that we've been talking about with their balconies is going to be MGM by then. So yeah, yeah. So we're probably fucked out of that. Probably because I would think that those would be some of the first packages that they'd sell. Yeah. I mean, those balcony rooms are going to be right in the middle of the action. Oh yeah, best views. Absolutely. So yeah, we we probably ain't going to be able to get in on that. No. It's Sugar, It's Uger at Bally's Grand Bazaar Shops has swapped out the world's largest gumball machine in favor of the it material of the day, LED. I, I don't really care. Wah, wah. <laughs> Texas Hot Chicken is coming to the fashion show mall. No word when it will open. I didn't even know there was such a thing. <laughs> there shouldn't be. Why would you want Texas hot chicken when you have Nashville hot chicken? Yeah. Na- Nashville hot chicken is where it all started. Yeah. All right. This is silly. And, and way too trendy. Despite still recovering from the pandemic and a mass shortage of the workforce, Las Vegas Convention and Visitors author, Authorized... Wow. Authority, my bad. Hold on. Let's try this again. Despite still recovering from the pandemic and a mass shortage of the workforce, Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority is so proud of itself that top four executives from its management team received bonuses totaling just over a quarter of a million dollars. It's unclear how many people you could employ for that amount of money, but I'm sure it isn't like a lot. <laughs> Fucking putzes, man. Well, you know what they, you know what they did? Hmm. They're patting themselves on the back for making it through the pandemic. For, yeah, well, maybe you should give that money to somebody that actually needs it right. who are trying to still make it through the pandemic. Well, but that's the thing. If they have a surplus of money and they don't have conventions coming back yet, I don't know why how those things go together, but it sounds like it is. Then what are you going to do with the money? Well, hire somebody that you don't actually have any work for them to do or just, nah, just go ahead and give it to your executives. They've been here the whole time. Good yeah, for them. They're not going to reward them for their, their time. They, they got us through. Yep. That's, that's what they're they, getting They somehow for. did that. Bally's Corp is looking to close its acquisition of the Tropicana next month. Improvements to the property aren't expected until at least a year after the purchase. It's going to be funny that we're going to get rid of a Bally's and then we're going to get another one. I know. <laughs> little ironic. This week, a former FBI agent who allegedly used 13500 or okay, $13,500 in federal government money to gamble in uh, Vegas, especially Bellagio, well, they were sentenced to three months for house arrest. Like, isn't that the best arrest ever? <laughs> like I have to stay at home. Oh, best, best, better yeah. than better than going to jail. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Like Absolutely. that. Like I, 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 would commit crimes up to uh, house arrest. I, I, <laughs> that's that's what I'm what I'm saying here. Oh, you mean I have to stay home? Oh darn. <laughs> right. I know, right? Like, wait a minute. Oh. I'm doing this for free. But hold on. But isn't that torture for you to be stuck at home when you live in Las Vegas? Well, yeah. That is that is See? tough. Oh, yeah. just here. saying. Yeah. MSG Entertainment is exploring a spinoff of their most iconic properties, Madison Square Garden and Radio City Music Hall, so they can focus on running the MSG Sphere and Town Nightclub. That's... Hey, 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 MSG Entertainment, don't do it. Keep the iconic ones that have a track record of making you money. Well, maybe not Madison Square Garden, because that one's probably getting old. Well, it is getting old, but it's still... Radio City Music Hall? How are you going to get rid of that? 
All right, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions brought to you by Vegas.com is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. Lost 80s Live featuring a flock of seagulls, Wang Chung, and a half dozen other one-hit wonders. They're performing at the Theater at Virgin Friday, August 26th. Show starts at 6 p.m. and tickets start at $39. I'll tell you what, if I lived in Vegas... I guarantee you, you would be seeing me front row <laughs> singing along to the one hit wonders of Wang Chung. I would totally join you for that. I would totally join you for that. I just wonder like how long it's going to take them to move between acts. Cause like, do they really come on and sing their one song know, and then right? go and then you got to swap them out with somebody else? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I there, don't there could be it. a lot of, a lot of waiting in the middle of that that could kind of kill the mood, but, yeah. um, Great that they're, I'm, I'm happy for them. They're all getting a chance to perform the song that made them famous. <laughs> right. And getting, you know, a dollar and a half. <laughs> Once they split it all. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dollar and a half <laughs> <laughs> The fetish and fantasy Halloween ball has been rebranded, quote, Sin City Halloween ball. And we will be held at Palms on October 29th. Jonas Brothers are performing at the Dolby Live Theater at Park MGM, November 10th through the 12th. Show started at 8 p.m. Tickets start at an undisclosed amount. And finally, Sarah Silverman is performing at Encore Theater Sunday, September 4th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $55. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. And this week, we've got a 360 FHE. Now, for folks who may be new, with 360 FHE, this is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share the experience with you. This week, you went out and you explored Martha Stewart's Bedford Restaurant. So, tell us about your first-hand experience. I did. Um, and I have to thank our, my dear friend uh, at Raising Las Vegas. She is a huge Martha Stewart fan. And so when this restaurant was announced it was coming, she was like on it. And her awesome husband, uh, you know, sniped in and, and got dinner reservations. And they very kindly invited me to tag along, uh, partially because I think Christina knew she could uh, try more things. <laughs> if I if I was along and, and we did so we we strategized like with the menu so for every course we each got something different uh, and had a chance to try a bunch of stuff. The restaurant space itself is very pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, the staff is a hundred percent all in on Martha's vision and you know they they all love her and know the spiel and can you know talk the talk. Apparently, the restaurant is designed to look like Martha's house in Bedford, yeah. Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. So 
like the, we, we were seated in the patio area out front and then supposedly the patio furnitures looks like her patio furniture to which I was like I really need to google a picture of that right. and Christina said oh no no it, it looks like it I'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> and everything is available for purchase so the, you can the take place, a chair if I want the chair well no but like the place settings and the cookware and all this kind of stuff you oh. can go online they've got QR codes and you can go online and order it doesn't Giada's do something like that I don't think so. No. Not that I know of. But, you know, there's a room that's designed to look like her dining room. There's a room that's designed to look like her hmm. family room. Uh, you know, it's... it's I, so don't there's get, a I don't get Martha Stewart. Why is she... I, you're asking the wrong person. Okay. She's she's a domestic goddess, from what yeah, I understand. Well, I mean, I'll yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, she's a kingpin. I personally find her to be a little bit pretentious, yeah. but... Uh, you know, she's known for her food, so I was happy to yeah, go yeah. along and try it. And and it was so sweet because Christina was just beaming. She had such a great time, <laughs> uh, which just made it all the more fun for me. So we did their number one, their bread basket, uh, which is they tell you is Instagrammable, and it literally I hate that word. <laughs> I know, but it looked pretty yeah. and it tasted fantastic. Mm. All of the bread, so it came out with like a, a yeast roll, uh, some kind of focaccia with like dried cherries in it and then these flatbreads that had veggies like baked into it mm. so it's like it had zucchini and onions and sage and all of this like baked right onto the bread that stuff was amazing I brought it home and it reheats in the air fryer fantastically so that was really good and then we got three different appetizers I got a frise salad with bacon lardons and a poached egg on top so kind of hard to mess that one up uh, Christina got a crab cake which was very 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 lemony like mm. almost to the Ooh. point that I couldn't taste any crab all I got was lemon mm. out of it and then um, which seems to be a thing like Giada has a lot of stuff on her restaurant that's very very California. lemon forward California Italian it's not California Italian that's what, they, that's what they refer to it as no yes, I don't think so but anyway uh, but the portions were gigantic and then Mike got a gazpacho and this was unique because the, the bowl, the gazpacho was two different colors in the bowl. So one side of it was yellow and the other side was red. So the red side was much more um, tomato forward and the yellow side was very um, vinegar forward. Mm. Both were delicious. They were fantastic. Um, a chunkier gazpacho than what I'm used to at like Jose Andreas and what I've had in the past, but it was delicious. And then uh, for the entrees, we got a halibut over a corn chowder which was fantastic i got a bucatini pasta that had uh breadcrumbs capers and like fried capers fried anchovies and then shaved oh, i always fuck this word up um i think it's bortaga which is like uh, dried salted roe that they then sort of shave on top for like a salted element it was fantastic. Absolutely loved it. But again, that one was also very lemon forward. But the lemon was in the pasta. It wasn't in the, the the topping. And then Mike got... Oh, I didn't take a picture of his. I think his was like a short rib, some kind of pasta. I forget what it was, but his was really good too. And then for dessert, it was so funny. They, they are... Apparently, she's known for this... Um, it was an upside-down lemon meringue pie. And so it was like a a crispy meringue on the bottom and when it came out it looked like a you know a white which I thought was the lemon on top it turns out it was that we're eating it and I'm like I'm not getting any lemon 
Like I'm tasting is vanilla. Well, the curd is sort of buried in the middle. So you had to like dig in to get it. But once you got it, it was really good. So all in all, the, the food was fantastic. We did have a slight hiccup with service in that they brought out two of the three entrees. And then it was a good f- at least five, six, seven minutes before the third entree came out. Hmm. And the third entree was mine. So, you know, the two of them both had their entrees and they're sort of sitting there waiting for me. And I'm like, at this point, just go. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. So I think they're still working out some of the bugs. But uh, the food was delicious. And it's a seasonal menu, so they rotate it mm-hmm. four times a year. So, again, Christina is going to have all kinds of excuses to go back and right. try whatever she's putting on the menu <laughs> next time. That's pretty cool that they've got a whole, like, uh, yeah. theme spiel. And it's, or- it's all locally sourced, you know, what they say and all this. Which I, I mean, I think locally for us is they get it from the West Coast somewhere, not necessarily in Las Vegas. But, um, no, the, the food was really good. I, I would go back there and eat again in a heartbeat. So, um, it's worth checking out. Do you feel out of place in Paris? No. No, I didn't think so because I, I think, uh, well, I, it's going to sound so bad. I always think of Paris as being a little snooty anyway, and so then Martha Stewart Martha sort Stewart of fit right in. into that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a, it's a beautiful space. It's very well done. It's, it's kind of down the hallway. It's past um, the new Nobu mm. location, so it's, it's down past that. But it just, no, it, it fits in pretty well, I think. Yeah. That's right. I forgot Nobu opened in Paris. Yeah, it's weird. It's kind of weird. But anyway. All right. Uh, excellent. Excellent review. Uh, listen, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't go, uh, but it's probably not a place that I'm going to be down the door to to get to next time I stay there. Frankly, I, there's, I kind of sort of think I might prefer trying uh, Nobu. I'd, I'd, do a, I'd have to do a side-by-side comparison of the menu. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me about uh, uh, price points. What, what did you think of the of the price points I for, don't remember, for the restaurant? To be honest with you, I don't remember okay. what I thought about it. Okay. Um, I did have, they had a white cosmopolitan. Lightfully elitist of you. That was, that was, that's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I, I, tend, <laughs> I hate to say it. I tend to do that when I eat in a lot of Vegas restaurants because if I look at the prices, it might give me sticker shock. So if I'm going to go, I'm going to go and Get what we want and figure it out from there. Um, I did have okay. also the ahead of time because they have um, they have their homemade cocktails and uh, she has a like a in house made lemony lemonade is what it's called and a some other kind of iced tea thing. But I had a white cosmopolitan for the cocktail um, and it was very good. It was delicious. It was very smooth. So. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I forget, Mike got another cocktail, but I don't remember what that one was. And that one was like sugar sweet. It was like a really, really sweet Mm. margarita kind of taste to it. But anyway, no, it was good. I would go back. You know, I don't. And I, so this is going to sound weird because I've eaten at Nobu as well. I would probably go to Martha Stewart's restaurant before I'd go back to Nobu. I I I was kind of unimpressed with Nobu. But it oh, could be. All right. It could be. And let me just put this out there. <laughs> because I went to it in, in Caesar's Palace, and you know how I feel about Caesar's Palace. So it sure. might have tainted my opinion of it a little bit. Um, but no, my, my initial reaction is I would go back to Martha Stewart's restaurant before I do no food. Also, depends on what right. kind of food I, you want. So Depends on, I'm sorry, depends on what? What kind of food you want. Hmm. Okay. High praise, though, I would say high praise for of all of the wonderful eateries that there are in Las Vegas uh, for you to say that this would be one that you would put on your go back to list, uh, I think, is, like I said, high praise. All right. Uh, Next up, 
we've got some listener feedback. We got an email from friend of the show, Anna Tenhoven. So why don't you uh, go ahead and read Anna's email for us? Karen. All right. Anna writes, hi, Karen, Tony, and Mark. Love the order there, by the way, Anna. Thank you. That's a typo. <laughs> <laughs> and it's better. It's better. <laughs> Come on, Tony. You like being the, the, the creamy filling in the middle of a sandwich. Yes. Hey, <laughs> Longtime listener, first time writer. Love the extra content on Patreon. I go to Vegas about five times a year. Nice. Six if I'm lucky. This was trip number four for me, and it did not disappoint, though it was brief. This trip was inspired by something Mark said during a COVID podcast. He talked about how much he missed live music, and he couldn't wait for the concerts to return. That really stuck with me. Even though I made many trips during the pandemic, not having shows or music was a bummer. I didn't realize how much I missed that as part of my Vegas experience until it was all gone. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Yeah. Now they're coming back with a vengeance, which is fun. Yes. Trip was three days and two nights. I call it my last hurrah of summer before <laughs> school starts. Three days to just drink, gamble, and see John Len- Legend. Nice. He might not be for everyone, but I've liked him since his first album. I, I don't care for his music, but I like him. I, I mean... I'm, he's got a couple of good songs, but yeah. I don't know that I would ever go see him in concert. No, no. He might not be... Uh, no, read that. My husband once said he'd rather die than go to a JL concert. Until one cocktail infused night last winter, I ordered two tickets. I didn't mention the fact that the show was in Vegas until the next day. Suddenly, he had, he had interest in going. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's wild awesome. how that works. <laughs> how, yeah, how, to get, how to get somebody to go do something they don't particularly want to go do? Right. Go do it in Vegas. Do it in Vegas. It's <laughs> awesome. Our room wasn't ready at Cosmo, but not an issue, as I knew lunch at China Poblano was in order, as well as a salt air margarita. Oh, yeah, those are good. Tony, you had one of those at Bazaar Meat. I loved it. <laughs> He's like, did I? <laughs> they're no, really no, I, good. I do. I do. I was like, why does that sound familiar? But now I know why. Yeah, they're really good. Maybe it's me, but I really miss the tableside guac at China Poblano. I get the feeling now it is made en masse in some large vat in the back somewhere. Still tasty, but not the same. After COVID, no more tableside guac. What is the relationship there? Anyone know? <laughs> it is a superfood. I'm sure it can just, it might even be able to defend COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. That's a mask I wouldn't mind wearing. <laughs> <laughs> you agree, says the, t- the guy that would never even remotely stop to attempt to try guacamole. Are you okay. talking about me? Yes, Mark, I'll you. tell you what. <laughs> Buddy, for what it's worth, I I am a long time coming to uh, the, the guacamole uh, fandom that I have. I I never liked it as a kid. Yeah. I didn't. I, I just there was something about it. I didn't like the texture. I didn't like the taste. I didn't. There was nothing about guacamole that I liked. And then one day, just it was like a light switch, and just bam! It's so I tasted funny. some guacamole, and I'm like, this is the best thing ever. It's so funny that you say that because I was the same way. I remember getting sliced avocado on a BLT sandwich once and refusing to eat the rest of the sandwich because I couldn't I couldn't scrape it off that it was just there like I hated avocados and now I love it I actually will will have for lunch um because you know one of the restaurant concepts I work with is right down from my office and so I'll just call up and I will order their table side guac and just have that for my lunch with chips and guac it's amazing I love it it's so good um, yeah. All right. Anna continues. 
Okay, we check in and get to gambling, along with Tito's and Crown, for about six hours. Then time to eat at Blue Ribbon. Yes, I've been several times, but I still like to look at the menu in the days leading up to the reservation and then study it again upon my arrival. <laughs> All to my husband's chagrin. Yes, that's Boy. me too. It drives me crazy. That when, sounds familiar. When we have menus that you can get online, so it's like you know exactly what you want when you get there instead of going, can I just give you some time? To, like, no, just give me some food. But, but sometimes I don't know. Even if I know what's on the menu, I don't know what I want until I'm there and see what I'm in the mood for. Because there's so many good options. So I am totally with her on this because depending on, and, and it kind of also depends on what you or whoever I'm dining with is going to order because I know most of my friends, they're going to allow me to have a bite or so off their plate. So I get to try other stuff. So I don't want to get the same thing that they're getting. I want something different so I can have more variety. It's a whole strategy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're not wrong there, Karen. See? You're not wrong there. Sometimes when you're sitting there and you're looking at that menu, you've got to say, okay, what can I visualize myself eating? Can I see myself eating this? Would this hit the spot? Right. So I don't, I don't even look at the menu. My wife, my wife does that. She will, she'll play online. She'll look at the menus and and, and narrow it down to a couple of items. And then she'll circle back because here's the other thing too, Mark, not all menus online are reflective of what you're actually going to wind up with yeah. the day they hand you the menu. True. They might, yeah, they so might I, adjust the menus I daily. actually mm-hmm. don't look at the online menu because so many times it is different. And I'm like, well, shit. I want Especially if you've got something in mind that you, you, right. you were kind of, ha- you had your hopes on. Yep. See, that's me. I go to a place and I know what I want. You change it on me and I'm like, uh, you made it weird. <laughs> now I don't know what now to I'm do. Now I'm uncomfortable. I, I don't know what plan. I want to eat. <laughs> no, don't give me a menu. So Anna continues. She ordered the Bronzino, which was new for me. I asked the server about it. Her description made me want to offer her a chair and have her join us. But a tiny sober part of my brain knew that that might be a bit much since we just met. <laughs> but I love when the server is a foodie too. To me, that just makes the experience so much better. I love detailed descriptions about what I am eating. The dirty martini complimented the Branzino. Oh, I like the way this girl oh. eats. No, Branzino is excellent, fantastic. I it's in it, yeah, it's normally cooked whole, and then they bring it out and fillet it. It's just so good. Good choice. I haven't had that at Blue Ribbon, but that's a very good choice. Day two. This day began prompt began promptly at eight a.m. Hold on, let me try that again. Day two. This day began promptly at the pool at eight a.m. We were still on Chicago time and husband had to work, so I needed to find something to do. Ordering fancy cocktails while sitting in the pool looking at the Vegas Strip. Nothing like it. Mm. For Tony, I am including the drink description. She ordered a sleigh all day, which says, get lit with this summertime sipper, Ciroc watermelon, hibiscus, and orange blossom aperitivo. Chardonnay gin reduction. I'm sorry. Apertivo? Apertivo. Yeah, I figured I was going to fuck one of those words up. Uh, give me A for effort, though. I tried. Uh, Chardonnay, ginger reduction, watermelon, and citrus. It's a very delicious description, but on I know what Tony's going to say. Oh. <laughs> is the description doesn't do him any good if you don't get the measurements. It's a trick. Sure. You have to talk to the bartender. Yeah. It's the only way you can get it. I'm with you. I wouldn't do it. I, I love Tony, but I'm not doing that. Yeah, slip the, slip the waitress a, a 10 and she'll go get it for you. You don't have to talk to them at all. It's true, but still. As the description suggests, it is a sipper, but that did not stop me from ordering well, a few. <laughs> sipper. Why can't I chug it? 
<laughs> well, it sounds like it's going to go down really smooth, so right. that would be one of those dangerous drinks. <laughs> After a nice morning at the pool, there was a fuzzy afternoon of gambling in Tito's, kind of like the day before. Dinner was happy hour at STK. Again, if someone doesn't want to break the bank at STK, the happy hour is a nice sampling of the menu. Mm. I also tried something new for me, beef tartare. Normally, I would never eat anything raw. Yeah. But I had been drinking. I had been day drinking. <laughs> I read ahead. <laughs> but I had been day drinking and not paying attention when my husband ordered. He then told me to just close my eyes. I am glad he. Did. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't tell me what Ladies, it was. Because words to live by. Oh, <laughs> close your eyes and open your mouth. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't tell me what it was because I might not have tried it. Honestly, it wasn't half bad. Not sure I'd get it again, but I think it might be an acquired taste. I, you know, I no, <laughs> no, I wasn't even going to suggest hard stop that you no were. for me. <laughs> really, well, we've talked about oh, this before because I, so I good. yeah, no, it's it's it is so good. I don't know that I've had it at STK, um, but it's one of those things because again, I like my steaks medium well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have asked me, well, how can you eat tartare like steak tartare or beef carpaccio which is you know both raw beef it's a textural uh-huh, thing uh-huh. so when i'm when i'm biting into a piece of a whole piece of steak that's undercooked it's a textural thing for me when it's beef tartare and it's like chopped up into little big pieces you don't have that same trying to bite through a hunk of raw meat that like you do you get these little flavorful bites karen it looks like cat food <laughs> <laughs> There's just something oh, look like like cats would love them. They would line up in meow. Oh, they them. would. For I'm sure they would for beef tartare. I have no doubt about yeah. it. But they don't get that because it's it's way too fancy. <laughs> Finally, it was concert time. The show started about 15 minutes late, but did not disappoint. That's not bad. That's fair. I like yeah. I said, I'll give you 20. You get 20 minutes. That's it. <laughs> Legend's performance was solid and even had a few wardrobe changes. <laughs> the encore was just him and a piano singing two my two favorite songs on the ledge that jetted out into the audience. Hmm. It was fantastic. I found it interesting that he had no video screens at all. And honestly, I didn't miss it. Wow. That is unusual, especially for a show in Vegas. Yeah. Highly recommend everyone heading to Vegas to see a show. The venues are small and intimate, much better than stadium or arena type concerts. And the tickets are about the same price, except you're in Vegas. So it's much better. It's true. It's very true. We've said that a lot of times that we like seeing you know, concerts and shows in the I Vegas would say venues. it's probably close to the primary thing that, that we're, we're doing now uh, living right now. in Vegas. I mean, you're obviously enjoying the food. Yeah. I'm just enjoying the city and the history. But that's one of those things that, you know, together. We've, we've seen a lot of concerts recently. Yeah. It's been fun. That night had to be one of my best Vegas days, starting at the pool and ending with a great show. I gambled until about 2 a.m. Then I could hardly keep my eyes open for a variety of reasons. (laughs) I knew I was done, but I did all the things I love in one day. Nice. I am not on Twitter, Mark, but I am attaching a picture from my balcony in the early morning. I can never sleep in. I love waking up in Vegas. Mm. There is no other view like it. Thanks for reading my ramblings. Next trip, October with Aerosmith and Rod Stewart packed into one weekend. I hope to meet you all in person one day soon. Please keep up the great work on the podcast and don't edit anything out. Best. <laughs> Anna. <laughs> they, they, people tend to like it when we fuck up, I guess. Well, they get left. It, I told you, when I, when I go through editing, if it's funny, it stays. Well, you, know? if you think it's funny, it stays. Well, yeah. In fact, Karen, I can't begin to imagine how you think 
or how Tony thinks or how the dog thinks. I just, I'm not wired that way. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, we can pretty much figure out how the dog thinks. Yeah, right. <laughs> Feed me. That's right. What a nice email. What a very nice email. That was, that, what a lot of fun. That was awesome. Please, Anna, reach out to us when you come. Yeah, to, when you're here in October, let us know. Although, oh, October could be busy. Just weekends and concerts mostly. Sure, sure. Look, if you guys can make it, you can make it. If you can't, you can't. But still, yeah, absolutely, she should reach out to you. That's yes. What what a lot of fun things, though. I I I am not, and I've talked about it on the podcast. I'm not too proud to admit, or let me rephrase. I'm not ashamed to admit. I don't give a fuck about the pool or pools in general. But you know what? I really get to. I really dig hearing people's experience about it and what it is about the pools that they enjoy. Uh, so that was fun that she got to do that. Yeah. Um, uh, again, I, I don't care. I mean, I, I care for Karen about how great <laughs> the restaurants are at, at Cosmo. Um, so to hear about SDK and um, gosh, what was the other one? China Poblano. China Poblano and That's, Blue Ribbon. So she hit three of oh, them. Right. Yeah, she hit three of yes. them. Yes, she did. Wow. Yes, she did. It's fun. Uh, and, and my last observation is just to say I... I think Rod Stewart is somebody that I should probably go see. Really? Uh, while I still can. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I, I ain't going to that one. Is he part of the American Songbook? Is that is that what it is? Well, so he did. He was he did. He put out um, a really really popular American Songbook um, circa 2000 mm-hmm. 2001 mm-hmm. somewhere right around there. Um, but no, I just, I think he's, I, I, th- I kind of, you know, I think of him as, as a, as a quasi legend, right? I think he's up there, um, mm-hmm. with the songs that he's in hits these he's, he's sung. And I think I would be disappointed if I heard tomorrow that he passed away unexpectedly, uh, to, you know, like I, I already, I all, I'm saying it right now, guys, I already regret that I didn't go see Tony Bennett. I oh, just, yeah. that was, yeah. That was stupid. That was especially, especially when, when Lady, Gaga Lady Gaga was playing Gaga. with him. Yeah. Jesus, that was stupid. Yeah. I, but I agree with Anna insofar as I have changed my entire philosophy about concerts because of the pandemic. I never appreciate. I just I just totally took it for granted. I gave zero shits about going to concerts oh, pre pandemic so much. Yeah. And. And, and now I have and now I have in, in the last calendar year, I've seen more uh, folk in concert than um, than I had seen probably cumulatively pre pandemic. So I would, I would say a significant portion of our disposable income is applied to Vegas concerts now. Yeah. 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 Well, and food because <laughs> I've I've had and some food. dinners that cost more than our concert tickets. That's why I get to go see whoever I want to see. I'm like, I'm sorry, right. sorry, me, what? Yeah, I know. Where, where did you just go eat? How much did you spend? Okay, <laughs> no, we're going to see a concert. I'm like, okay, fair enough. That's great. Fair Absolutely, enough. that's great. I well, and and really, guys, I, I a scenario where uh, my wife is the foodie that she is. What it would cost to go to dinner and then a concert because I, I I'm with you guys as well, by the way, I am too old. Yes. And oh, if, if I can seat. be a little elitist to say I have a little too much disposable income to want to deal with the nosebleed seats. Yeah. Yes. Where I'm expected to stand the whole time. Yes. So yep. give me some nice up close front row seats where I can sit down and be like, ah, this is, this is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lie. Yeah. That's, that's where we're at. So. Hey, um, before we wrap up, I do want to give a shout yeah. out because we had a chance to meet up with another listener 
uh, on Monday. Um, crap, his name just <laughs> blew out of my head. Oh, and I can see his face. It's so I awful. can see it. I can see it happen to you. It just, it's like, it's like you you left your body for a second. <laughs> like, wait, like, no, no, wait a minute. It's no. gone. It's gone. Shit. Is it Rick? Yes, it was Rick. It was Rick. Um, and Rick, actually, I had he's a chance. Awesome. Uh, yeah, he's he's an amazing dude. Uh, but I had a chance to actually meet him at the dinner at Oscars during Zork Zorkfest. Oh yeah. Yeah, he he. Uh, I met him there, and he bought me a, a drink, and we chatted there. And he gave me. Um, he he's just such an interesting guy. At, at that dinner, he we're talking, and then all of a sudden, he reaches into his pocket and he hands me this little silver. Um, I'm going to call it a token, but he's like, here, I love giving these to people. They're little charms for good luck. You know, it hope this helps you with your luck and all this. And what he gave me was a little ladybug. Yeah. Which was so ironic. That's, it was my, it's going to sound weird. That was my nickname growing up. My yeah. parents called me. And so ladybugs have always been a favorite thing of mine. And just the fact that he reached into his pocket and randomly pulled out a ladybug of the six or seven various things he had in his pocket was just so cool. But uh, yeah, we had a oh chance to meet up with him at, uh, at Red Rock and it was Mark's first time meeting him. And just, it was so nice to just be able to sit and chat with him without the throng of people around that there were at Zorkfest. But very cool, dude. Um, thinking about buying or getting a place out here. Oh, yes. uh, so we're like, yeah, you should do that. So yes. Uh, thanks. We are going to build that retirement community. I'm telling you. <laughs> thanks, Rick, for, for coming out and hanging out with us. It was an awesome, awesome to see you and spend time with you. So thank you much. All right. That's going to do it then for episode number 413. Thank you for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360Vegas. And you can get 360Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, like our friend Anna did, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360Vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at 360 Vegas Karen. You just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Yeah.